0: Welcome back, everyone, to Tech Talk, the officially unofficial Transformers TCG podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Scott of VectorSigma.info, but we do have a very special guest. It is your favorite world champion and mine, Dan Arnold. How you doing, Dan?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a compliment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How is that not a compliment that you're somebody's favorite?
1: I'm the only one. It's not even fair. No there
0: are other world champions. <laughs> Just because I don't know them personally doesn't mean it doesn't uh, count. Okay, okay. I mean, there are okay, lots okay. of world champions. Come on. That's fair. It's not. You, you beat Astros. out the Chiefs for me.
1: Uh, did I beat out the Astros? At-
0: <laughs> That's a larger discussion, <laughs> 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 which we'll we'll leave for another day because that is a very, uh we'll say, interesting All- topic. <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> we'll leave it as interesting. Um, Kay. leaves it. It's, yeah. Anyway, so we're back, and Dan, by the time this is hitting people's ears, the the news has disseminated at least somewhat. Uh, A few people may have retweeted it or or posted it on various social media, but you had some exciting news that you wanted to hit the world with. Uh,
1: Yeah, I guess so, finally, right?
0: Yeah, final. Well, finally, for you. I mean, I know everybody was everybody was waiting because they knew it was coming, but nobody had any idea except for you. So,
1: yeah, I was pretty limited on time for when I actually knew I was going to be able to tell you.
0: But as seen in a write up that you had go up today over on our site, VectorSigma.info, I uh, you have had to. Keep some secrets for a while, not just you know a few portions of this.
1: Yeah, um, which was like you know somewhat difficult. Uh, it was it was especially difficult actually, like when they started releasing them, um, because like
0: <laughs> you wanted to like, jump in
1: s- some of these Titan Masters. I kind of like knew about for a while, and I'm just like, oh yeah, cool, yeah, <laughs> you know, but, like I knew all along. So definitely awkward. right.
0: Yeah. He- I guess that comes with the territory. There, there's, it's not all fun and games when you know you you win the world championship and get to gloat over everybody with a card that literally has your name on it, which is like it it's it like it's amazing. So <laughs> you mentioned it in the write up, and anybody out there listening, watching, whatever, who hasn't checked it out yet, go check it out because there's a lot of cool insight. Some of it will be repeated here, but. Uh, is it still even at this point still the coolest part? Is having your name on the card? Yeah, I think.
1: And like, I, I didn't even, I didn't even realize they did that in Magic. So when I don't first- think they
0: originally did. I, maybe I I'm wrong.
1: Know. They they sent me a, like a link to like 2018 one. So like okay. I saw that. And I'm like, oh, all right, well that's. Great. But like, I just didn't even. I never even thought it was going to. Never registered. <laughs> right. So like when they just they like drew literally emails me like hey how do you want your on the card i was like what <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool
0: <laughs> that's pretty awesome so uh everybody well i guess before we get into the the history for this and stuff let's talk a little bit about how people get this because it's not actually in packs mm-hmm. yeah so how um, is this going to work
1: so my complete understanding at this point is that it is the buy a box problem so whenever go into your local gaming store, if it's WPN store, and purchase this this box of Titan attack, you will also receive one receptor and convict.
0: Awesome. So there's going to be a lot of copies floating out in the wild for you to autograph, right?
1: Uh, I mean, if you buy it at a WPN store, <laughs> I guess so.
0: <laughs> so you, it, our uh, resident celebrity here is going to get mobbed at every event from here until the end of time.
1: Uh, it, I mean, it's, it's more... Humbling that anyone would want me to sign the card to regard. So <laughs> True, I, I'm gladly.
0: Awesome. So, uh, let's dive in then to the the card itself, because I'm sure that I mean, it's, yes, the card itself is exciting, but this is very much a new thing in this game, if not in gaming in general, where players are creating cards. So, take us back in time to post Energon Invitational. Like, how did this start? What, where did it go? What did, what did it look like?
1: So, like, it was really tough for me because, like, when I had won, I won't lie. This is like, the last thing on my mind of, like, prizes and everything like that. Like, I almost, like, forgot it was a thing until, like, someone actually reminded me of it. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, people ask me, like, immediately, and I'm like, I, I have no idea. Type. Well, so, as such a
0: huge Transformers fan, you obviously had everything, you know, tucked away in the back of your head. Yeah, and you were winning totally. the On the winning turn. <laughs> 100%. But... <laughs> yeah, in case anybody couldn't detect the sarcasm there, we're giving you a moment <laughs> to, like, let that sink in and go, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, you know, it, it it really, I won't lie, like, it didn't sink in um, kind of until I had the first conversation with the Watsy staff. Because, you know, there were a lot of things in that first conversation that I had learned that I didn't know about before. Um, I had assumed I always had to do a character. It's like, no matter what, I was like, well, I have to do a character. It's like, fine, I guess I have to pick this character, and then you go from there, yada, yada, yada. Right. I, that couldn't have been further from the truth in the end. It ended up being like, hey, you can do this battle card. Oh, that's... Oh, and by the way, here's new things called Titan Master strategy <laughs> Let's tell you about those. And then you can go from there. And I'm like, oh, boy.
0: <laughs> Almost analysis paralysis at that point. So many options. <laughs> right. So it's like,
1: I, 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 after that initial conversation, learning all the guidelines, how they, how they build, how I could go about it, they gave me basically until the new year, right? So, like, I had from December 18th, first conversation to, like, January 2nd, like, I had my next one. So. I had a couple of weeks to really sit and think about it and kinda of come up with some stuff and create some stuff. Um and I even like actually like made my own characters and typed them out and had nice. all that stuff. It was like, alright, cool. Like and like the the other thing that I did, um uh, that is that was I thought was at least somewhat intelligent on my end was I actually went and I actually like went on the app and I would like I would organize every every type of character by like their start cost, etc., and I wanted to find what the breaker numbers were on certain things because, like, I was pretty sure I knew the answer, but I wanted to be sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, like card, there isn't a card in the game that has more than six attack printed on it, right? Gotcha. So, like, it's one of those, like, oh, well, it'd be really cool if I just made a car with seven attack. Naturally, it'd be this car in the game, right?
0: <laughs> Makes sense. Maybe, maybe. right? Well, no, I mean, right. there's there's a few other factors, but I see where you're going yeah. with it.
1: So it was one of those, like, okay, let me just like find out these, create these ideas of like what I can do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then, like, once I got past that initial stuff, I started thinking, like, okay, what do I really want to see? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mentioned cards in my article uh, Demonic Tutor and um, Counterspell. Yep. Now, Demonic Tutor, you know, it, it, that could be any number of tutors across any number of games. Demonic Tutors. Was famous because it's like probably I don't know first one. I'm not even right. That's true, but
0: yeah, Yeah, it was there there at the beginning.
2: There There you go. Right. Okay. So Scott was there. (laughs) there. I I wasn't there. I wasn't there an Alpha. But yeah.
1: (laughs) Hashtag never forget. (laughs) (laughs) So tutor for those who don't know exactly, it lets you search your library or search your deck for any card that you want. Put it in your hand. So we have cards similar like to that in this game like that none of them that search your library but Mm. you know we have like kind of sort of like the green effect which is like an extension and then we have like the optimus prime effect you know and stuff like that where it's an extension or it lets you get cards back and even like cards like recollect you know so like these cards kind of exist but there's nothing to the extent of demonic tutor right uh that would just let you just straight search your library and the reason i wanted something like that in the game was actually because if you start looking a lot of at a lot of the top tier meta decks, a lot of them fill with like six to ten green cards, for example, because those are the best options because they're green. Right. Not necessarily the, not that not necessarily they're the best card, but they become the best card because they're green. So it, I felt
0: Playing cards you like, don't have is kinda hard.
1: <laughs> right. So I felt like a demonic tutor was insight because it would now give you the ability to have more of an library to find the card. Gotcha. The second was Counterspell. Mm -hmm. Now we have cards like Counterspell obviously, we have Infiltrate, we have and we have like a plethora of other secret actions that counter in quotation marks what your opponent is trying to do. Right. The problem with the card in the end is that you always have to show your hands. Like you're like, I play a secret action so your opponent can kind of assume what your secret action is based off of your deck, etc. Yep. So, I really thought it'd be re- very very interesting to have a card or to have a character in the game that could do this without your opponent being necessarily prepared for it. Right. Right. Well, both of those things, even when I delivered them to Watsy kind of came back as, that's really strong, I'm not sure how we <laughs> really implement the game without putting serious handcuffs on it, right? Um,
0: Which would make—I mean, if you put it to their defense, I guess putting too heavy handcuffs does kind of sap some of the fun out of right. your player make card,
1: right? So, like, like I'll give you the example because I specifically remember the spell card. Like, I don't remember. Like, once again, this is like mi- like minimum level card tech to start. Never made it past. It was like flip, it was kind of like Perceptor. Same thing, you had to flip flip your character and stuff like that. Uh. I believe it was like when you flip to body mode, you can draw a card and discard a card. And then when you flip back to alt mode, you can draw two cards, place a card from your hand under the bot, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you flip back to body mode, body mode ability was if your opponent were to play an action or up, you may a card from the bottom, from underneath your character if it has a matching tip. Gotcha. So that was like a lot of things you have to do to attempt to counter a card. So that was kind of the level of handcuff that they put on this character. Like, that's going to require too much effort to like, maybe not even counterspell something, so it's like, I don't want to go. But that was just an idea for you guys to like, understand like where their head was a card. Um, So then we came to Factor Fiction. Factor Fiction, I said it in the article, it's probably one of my favorite cards of all time. Like, every single E H commander deck, whatever you want to call it, Like I always played blue something. Normally it was Bant or uh, Rug, (laughs) like whatever it was. It was always those colors because I just love blue. And that card was always in the deck because it's such an awesome card. (laughs) Um, And I remember like literally the moment that I had said it, uh, I I just remember them both, Scott and Matt, just being really excited about it. Like, yeah, I really like this. We can we can work with that idea. So it was like it was like all right, cool. Like someone's on board with this. So that
0: that's yeah, <laughs> that's definitely reassuring. If they if you get the response from wizards that they're excited about the suggestion, as compared to well the initial examples you were doing. Right. 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 <laughs> So now you've officially... Go- oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, was- no,
1: no. You're good. You're good. Yeah.
0: I was going to say that you... At that point, you've officially... Or were you still wrestling with it? Were there still iterations or other cards that ended up falling by the wayside that you were debating? Or was it very much, I found fact or fiction or Perceptor, roughly. I'm all in on it. And that that's the idea you latched onto it. Or was there still things you were grappling with at that point?
1: So... Like when we came back with, when they came back with card ideas. Um, you know, it was the it was three those three bot ideas that they had came back with. Now, what I want to remind everyone real quick is, at that time, none of this was even considered to be a Titan Max or anything like that yet. Either. So, like, this is still like how like we're we're still in this process of like, all right, well, these are the ideas, this is the card text, and there's really nothing else. Like, I didn't have any stat ideas, or mm-hmm. or maybe I had a generic like, hey. A card text like this would be somewhere in this star area, you know. So, like, maybe the original counterspell thing was like, "All right, you can have this character with this text between like 11 and 15 cards." Like, so, like, this is like the the very little insight to where this character could end up looking, right? Gotcha. Um, so, even the original, uh, what what is now to be Perceptor, you know, his. His original card, he might have been like, uh, like an 11 star character, like when they first announced. It. So, like, all oh, right, we're we're gonna put him as an 11 star character, and you know, we're gonna give you this these line of stats. Gotcha. So, like, at that point, you know, once again, I, I I haven't said it yet, but like, I am not a card design card designer. I I'm not a game designer. So, like, I'll, I can the only way I can look at this character and decide whether or not it's good or bad is by understanding all the information. And right. I can't have all the information. So, like, at this point, I'm just like, I really like that card text, but, like, it could be better, right? I mean, like, that's the yeah. answer for every card. Every card can be better, obviously. <laughs> so, like, to me, I'm just like, oh, well, can we do this? Oh, can we do that? Oh, can we do this? Like, you know, sometimes I would get the nod, like, yeah, okay. But like, for example, originally, the card uh, card when flipped. Cards that were revealed actually were going to be your opponent was going to take the top four cards and they were going to put one, one, uh, one pile face up and the other pile face down. Mm. So now the player had to choose between a face up and face down pile. I didn't really like that. Um, I understand I their point of view where you know they they like it a little bit more because it gives a little bit more leeway to the player uh deciding the pile you know to hide information and stuff like that, of course, I wasn't a big fan of that because like i I believe this should be a player a skill check this card should be a giant skill check basically, and like so your opponent has to see the cards first, they have to make the decision of what two piles are put them in, and then the player has to make the decision of which pile is better to take or not. so right i I think the player deciding where the piles go has to have perfect information, so I think that's kind of where I was like really really against the whole face. So Makes I felt really hard to get it face up, obviously.
0: <laughs> or... Yeah, I'm glad it turned out that way because I kind of lean into your opinion on that as well. Um, so tell us more about, I mean, you put a lot of words to paper or, I guess, pen to paper, finger to key, however you want to look at it. I <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Well, while we're on the subject of that, before <laughs> I jump Thank over, you. you're going well, to... Did we get a Scott? A wild Scott appeared? We
1: got a robot Scott.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, he'll jump back in, but are you planning on doing more follow-ups for this before we dive into the other? So more specifically written articles or other podcasts, other videos, whatever, more media explaining the process, the strategy, which we'll get to in a few minutes, anything else related to the card you created?
1: Yeah. I, I had a very, very short period of time to decide how I wanted to reveal him um it was kind of a last minute thing but it's okay (laughs) we still got it out in a timely manner and it was all everyone's all happy so that's good um so i still very much do want to dive deep i will probably do either an article about scepter um and like kind of where i see him in the game maybe right now maybe where he when the rest of the set revealed stuff like that so i I definitely will plan on doing those personally um I 100% look forward to seeing whatever everyone else has to say about them. Of course. Uh, <laughs> even as the initial reaction, it seems like everyone's pretty, pretty much likes the card. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. I'm really excited to see all the good, positive responses about it. Um, so thanks guys for keeping me busy all day as I was reading everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing I'm, I'm really going to try to do is I'm, I'm going to try and get one of the Watson staff, hopefully to come on and do a podcast with me so we can, that would kind be of awesome. Through it from their point of view, I, I'm really hoping to get that done, um, and we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Right. I mean, no promises, of course, but we'll, you know, right. Best efforts right. on all fronts. So, uh, let's talk a little bit more about the card before we get into the strategy, or really the the cards that the options presented to you. Because you were explaining that, you know, you you found out, you know, re- we'll call it relatively quickly after the Energon Invitational. You had your deadline of the first, or or the beginning of the year, and then from there it was a lot of waiting game, it sounded like, besides hashing out the specifics, of course. Uh, You mentioned some of the other cards you were looking at from other games. Is there anything you can tell us about, like, were options straight up presented to you? Did you... Can you talk a little bit more about that part of the process?
1: Uh, I'm I'm not... I'm totally understanding what you're asking. So it...
0: Was it... You had some, sub- or had said that you submitted some ideas or a oh. variety of ideas. Did you? Was it all push, I guess, as opposed to Watsy push? Like they gave you options.
1: Um, it's definitely both. Yeah. Um. You know, there were things that like I had wanted, and then there was you know basically them reminding me, saying like, okay, listen, you could have this, but <laughs> <laughs> like so like for example, um. For Percept, like, I, obviously, like, I wanted this card to be as best as it possibly could be, right? So let's, let's look at Convex instead, actually. So Convex, okay. when, when we decided that we were going to do a Titan, right, um, I'm like, alright, yeah, let's, let's do this, like, what can we do? So, like, they sent me over the first head, I honestly, I don't even remember what the first head was, but I don't think it was the Safeguard option. It
2: okay. had some,
1: it, it had some other text on it, um, but what it had on it that I really liked, and I really was pushing for was it had a perceptor only ability okay um so like when i first saw that i'm like oh that's really cool like i want to run with that idea so i had pitched back to them options i pitched back to them options of uh a possible things that the convex could do when the head you know was was popped off mm-hmm. um and i i i think there was like a line where they were like okay, that's a good idea, but we really can't do it because no other head does this, and we it's don't want to, It's just completely wanna, out like, of line. Right. It's like, it's like we don't want to, like, confuse players and make them assume that this could only be used with Perceptor, basically. Right? So it's like, gotcha. we, wanted, we wanted to keep all the heads very clear that they can be used by anybody, not confuse any new players whatsoever that oh, that card says Perceptor, and it's only played by Perceptor. So, like, that's what ended up happening. Is like I really wanted to have like a convex pops off, you know, reveal the the cards that were flipped face down, and you may play an upgrade or return an upgrade from the face down pile to that. Gotcha. So like I was trying to push for something like that, just to just to keep the head a little bit more unique. I was also pushing for like super unique abilities, regardless from the head. Well, like <laughs> makes uh, sense. Like the head would be like. The head also, this civic head also grants a uh, tough one uh, with, from the face-down cards or something like that, but that would have been way too because, like, all of a sudden now if you're like, oh, I'm showing off, my guy has, like, four attack and four tough, like, it's just too much, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> so,
1: so, like, the snowball effect of it was like, yeah, no, this... Sorry. I'm like, alright, I... <laughs>
0: It, yeah, there there are certain limits, I guess. I guess I can understand their argument.
1: <laughs> right. Um, but, like, other than that, you know, like, there was kind of a point where you know, I was given the first couple characters, and I kind of told them, like, which ones to run with mm. and, like, start mm-hmm. testing, which was, you know, it was Perceptor at the point, um, but there was like, there was still enough time where if I had decided like within like let's say a week of that of that uh of that conversation, if I decided within the week, like, hey, what about if we, we tried this idea? Like, you know, we could have went with that. But gotcha. I-, I will say once we got to the point of choosing the perceptor character mm-hmm. I and mean, being like, all right, this is what we're gonna go with, this is the idea we're going with. At this point, all we're gonna be able to do really is stats you know, maybe like change the text box here, a little bit here, a little bit there type of thing.
0: Gotcha. Makes sense. I mean, that, it sounds as though, and correct me if I'm misinterpreting, it sounds like although there was obviously very much a buildup and a creative process to get there, once you started to see what it was going to ultimately become, like it was readily apparent you were all in on this idea. It wasn't really, you didn't have a runner up that was, at the last second you were considering ditching Perceptor four.
1: Yeah, and um I mean like honestly I don't even think it would have been like possible, you know. Because mm. like, you know, once we get halfway through the process, now I'm working with Drew on the art for the card. Um so like I helped
0: Interest I didn't realize that that it went that extensively. Yeah, even to the so, art. Like, That's I awesome.
1: Got to, I got to help Drew um like I was a part of like the choosing of sketches, the direction Color and stuff like that, and like That's I was really cool. able to, um, kind of like I was able to decide what pose Convex would be in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was up to me if I wanted Perceptor to be a telescope or not. Which, if you look at the card, it doesn't say telescope on it. It doesn't have a an up mode right. text because, like, obviously it's not a truck. It's a, car, it's a telescope, but it doesn't say telescope on the card. Obviously. Because, like, you know, I guess they didn't want to, like, put telescope in the game because I'm pretty confident there's no other telescopes that are going to come into the game. So yeah, not, there aren't too many uh, microscope characters. <laughs> right. So, you know, like, I could have, you know, I could have made it something else. Like, try and play for that. But personally, I actually, like, I said this in the article also. The moment I read Scepter, I'm like, this guy's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm going to run with this because I love everything about it. Like, I love the idea that, like, researcher that stronger because of all the knowledge he learned it fits so perfectly with the ability i was like right i love it so like i was all in i'm like no i was like i think it'd be way cool if he is a telescope because like once again they'll never they probably won't be another telescope so that also just adds a unique factor Mm -hmm. so i just went with that
0: cool Uh, hey scott (laughs) go ahead i was about to say scott I'm just (laughs) perfect timing because i was about to pitch it to you let me hand it off to you because i've been asking a lot of questions what did what did you have to pick dan's brain about
2: so Dan, you mentioned that like you, you it was obviously a, a bottom-up design for the uh, because you, you chose the abilities before you chose the characters we talked about in the past and you've admitted in the past. So did they give you other options for other characters based on the abilities that you chose? Yes.
1: Yeah, I, I you might have missed it. I went over the counter spell one. Um, the demonic tutor one was like very different. Interesting, I guess. Um I believe it was like when this character gets KO'd, you can search for a card in sideboard action. So it was kinda of like universal yeah. network but without the stars. But it's they they very much didn't want to go into searching through your deck. They they just wanted to avoid that altogether. So like that was also kind of the thing, like once they decided yeah. they didn't want to be a part of the deck or or like they wanted it to be something super specific, like oh, you can search for an upgrade or an action. Like I didn't really want any of those things. Like if I was going to go and for a demonic tutor, I wanted it to be whatever I whatever it could be. So like the moment that they started saying like oh it's too powerful, we don't really want to do this deck manipulation, I'm like okay, then we'll just back off. And all together.
2: Gotcha. So my, but because because you're not super steeped in the lore, and to be honest with you, I'm not even as steeped as other people are either, but. When they presented you with, hey, if you go with this ability, here are some character suggestions, like, how did that feel? Like, did you care, really? Like, after they uh, gave you, like, so, here's the TF wiki? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I did my due diligence.
1: Like, I read the articles. Um, I can't remember the documentary. I'll do my best. I'll probably go back and find it. I know they gave me a character. Uh, I do remember the Counterspell one, though, was Inferno. If I'm correct, um, interesting. uh, Okay, because I remember, I remember Drew saying, "Oh, this character's already in the game, but this would kind of match what you want type scenario." So, like, I remember like Inferno being the counterspell one. I I
2: can't remember what the card name was
0: right now. Check back later for Dan's follow up article.
2: (laughs) I I, I, I hadn't even heard of what that character was. So, but I I mean, it's interesting to me that you came in with a bottom up approach. And they were able to fit a character to it, but they they came back to you with ideas for top down ideas based on similar concepts or whatever. Like you know, like you said, like oh Inferno puts out fire, so he counterspells, or Perceptor gains knowledge, so the Factor Fiction fit in perfectly. So it's interesting to me that like you were actually able to meet them in the middle. Uh-huh. And, That's And it's a good point. Did you feel in your conversations that they have those types of conversations even on their own, and that this oh, is hundred percent depth? They they go on their own as well, hundred percent. I I believe well, not, you don't have to name names or anything, but I mean, like you know, just like yeah, people <laughs> one thing, or <certain> people. <laughs> another.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I they they definitely. I I think I don't wrong. I think they're all very much. Um, so like I'm sure a lot of it is the is the top down types of where they're like, oh, we're gonna do this guy next. We'll start planning out how that works, but they definitely said to me like, hey, this is the way we do it. We either you know, we we either take a character, we take what generation from what character that's going to be in, and then we're going to get a text that meets that character. And then we also do it the other way, where it's like, all right, we want this ability in the game. Let's let's start working on that, and then we'll start figuring out where that ability fits with what character. Um, and like when that was when that information was given to me, I felt a lot better about the whole process because I'm like, oh, okay, well that means I don't need. I don't need, like, some crazy thing. I can just do it this way.
0: Yeah, you didn't need to l- swallow the ocean, so to speak, with the entirety of the Transformers lore.
1: <laughs> right, and I also, like, I didn't need to just be like, oh, I only know five characters, so... Hey, here is my <laughs> Bumblebee
2: that, uh... I, just because I know Bumble. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and did they did they ask you right away which way you wanted to go? Because I remember, like, or was it like... And somebody's like... Yeah, he doesn't really know all that stuff. So, right? Go, this so, thing. so like,
1: I mean, like, I I, I think this is an okay story to tell because it's the truth. Like, you know, I'm sitting here talking to Drew. Well, I'm, I'm having a conversation with Drew, and uh, and Matt. Right? And Drew is like, he's going off and he's naming this transform that transformer, this transform and that transformer. I'm like, uh-huh. uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And then Matt's like, Drew, he doesn't care. He just wants the card to be good. <laughs> it's just like, like. Matt, you get it, buddy. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: get me. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: So I, I definitely have a big thank you to Matt because Matt was—he was very comical in the, in those group conversations that we had.
0: Which is interesting. Yeah, I, Do, I, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. You probably remember this. Hasn't Matt or Drew in the past indicated that Matt, one of Matt's primary functions, is more on the pairing it to the lore, like yeah, making sure these. He can-
1: he's like the lore, like the, like the. Uh, the lore, like designer of lore, or something like that. Uh, uh, it isn't something
0: to do with this. T- it's not quite irony, but it's interesting to me that he was the guy that pointed that out at that stage. That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. But I cut you off, Scott. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: No, no, no. That, I mean, I, I think that's really important because you have to, like cause obviously Drew is a brand manager, so he knows the brand and he, of course the, the IP is what his main focus is, and right. The game designers are still looking at it from a from a game perspective. So I thought that. Was was uh, very interesting. The other question I have is... So, I'll, I'll get to the other specific one in a second. But, like, how did you feel when they told you, oh, yeah, by the way, this set that's coming out in April that we haven't told you about yet, totally, this is where your card's going to be, and this is how it's going to be in the set. Like, how did you feel... Like, obviously, there was a, a, a moved-up deadline, but I, I, I didn't think this was going to linger on for, like, eight months or anything like that. So, like, did you have any opinion about that, like, bam, next set, here it is? And then also, like hey, by the way, it's his his Buy a Box promo, so, like, it won't be in the set, like, but it'll be easy for people to get, etc. Like, just any of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, so, like, even when I started thinking about uh, the win and, like, the card creation, I had thought, I always go to, like, uh, Dark Confidence, Snapcaster Mage, you know, that there are two cards that were won by World Champion Magic, that they were just in the set. Right, right, right. um, I assume... I knew that, like, in like this. Once again, it's all hindsight, but like, I knew that like wave five was done, right? So I'm like, there's no way this card's gonna be five. So maybe it'll be cool. I'll have some time to work on. It. I'll have it for wave six. It'll be like, hey, like this is like the poster child for wave six type, thing, right? right? So that was like, all right, I'm okay with that. Like I'll have to wait, you know, a good period of time. Because then we didn't know when wave five was coming, right? So, <laughs> um, but you know, I have that conversation, like, hey. This is what we're gonna do. This is how we're gonna do it. And, and I, I was immediately shocked. I was like, "Wow, we're gonna get this whole thing done in like six weeks!" Like, yeah, <laughs> all right, like uh, game on, you know. And like, I, I the whole process, basically start to finish, was about seven and a half. So, you know, they they set a deadline, and we went a little over the deadline, but still got done,
2: and still got everyone, still got the information.
0: Right. So what, what, was about the,
2: uh, bio bo- what about the bio box What about the biobox aspect? Did you did that matter to you? Was that cool? Not cool?
1: Um, I I don't think it matters to me. Say, um, you know, I hope that it it doesn't handicap anyone getting the card. You know, I hope it's still accessible for everyone, and, and I hope that you know it's not that big of a deal. Uh, you know, worldwide, I should say, I'm not exactly sure how the distribution works everywhere worldwide. So I just hope that in the end, it's like. There's enough of these to go around, like, players in right. the game can't get this card.
0: Sounds good.
2: <laughs> yeah. What about when they offered you to, and you could have made a stratagem, and you understood how they worked, like, were there any thoughts that, like, there were characters you felt you wanted to pump up in power level, or were you really just focused on, that's not gonna really, like, because in, in, how do I say this, like, in reality, that character would likely then become your character also. Yeah. Because you would make the stratagem good enough to to fix it. Was there any thought that went through your mind in creating any of those at all? Yeah, when I... After that conversation, I sat and
1: I created, like, three of each type of card that I would have in the um, stratagem. One of those cards, sure. And I basically just went to my, like, three favorite characters in the game and attempted to... Uh, you know, to just build a better version, but I, I never I never presented a strategy. To them. And after seeing our current line of stratagems, I can assure you that mine were way too overpowered and it never would <laughs> <Fair. laughs> like, have happened. Fair. Or they they wouldn't have cost one star. I, I, I guess. Sure. It would have been like yeah. three stars or some crap. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Right. But um battle cards was you know, I really, really was close to to running with a battle card over a bot. Once they kind of like, once I got the ground rule of like, hey, this this effect is way too good to be on a bot. Again, we we have these characters that start in play, and obviously, like an oppressive ability like a counterspell or a demonic tutor or a demonic tutor in play is it's very powerful. It's like you're going to get this at this point in the game. Like it's a, right. it's almost a guarantee. Unless somehow your character gets killed in one shot, you know, k in one shot. So it's like, if these things aren't going to happen, then, like, you're going to get this thing. So it's like, there has to be a restriction. But as a battle card, that same restriction may not have existed, you know? So, like, I could have went with maybe just having a counterspell in the game, you know? like, uh, And, like, I was really close to going with that idea, but when everything got sent back and saw the, the idea for Scepter, like, that card text, I was like, I was very, very much, like, Okay, you just took my favorite card, like in and like another game, and like made it better for this game.
2: Like, I I don't even know how I say no to this. <laughs> so, yeah. So you mentioned how like you kind of gave them a like, blank slate with this with the abilities, but there was no stats on the card, so it was hard for you to evaluate like how powerful. Honestly, even how powerful the ability was going to be, because you know we both know that like if they put these stats on like a guy that was like you know, one zero four or one four zero. We really weren't going very, very far with this character. So like, how did the, how did the, like the building of the stats of the character change? Like, did you have conversations about that going back and forth? Obviously, like once you knew the character, not like the different options that you sent them, because I'm guessing like, since that was a, we'll just call it day two thing or day three thing that you did, obviously that aspect didn't come in right away. So like, how did those conversations go?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Like, um, I remember like this was- the first thing I had said, like, so I get this card text back, and I'm like, all right, that sounds awesome. But, like, if that ability is on like a zero attack guy, it's not gonna matter, right? So, like, and here's the thing that I think, even, even till right now, the card was revealed today, and I still think I'm underselling the draw effect of the ability, right? I, I still think I'm still underselling that, 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 that part of the card where it's like, yeah, I keep looking at the attack, and I'm like, all right, it's three attack, it goes to five attack that's not a whole lot of attack. It's just, it's not a high number. But, mm. what we're, what I constantly have to go back and remind myself, like, well, I may have five attack, but I did gain two cards in my hand, you know? So, like, it, it's it's one of those, like, you have to take that with it, and I, I know that if it's stronger, even if it were, like, let's say it started at five attack, like, I imagine if it started at five attack, the body move would have had to have been, like, 13 stars, right? Like, let's just put it up that high probably that big a difference right um and now you look at the 13 stars plus a head so now you're looking at you know the the options for the heads that you were going to have would have been way 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 smaller if you went with a higher base attack or higher stats and that was kind of the conversation that i ended up having it's like hey listen like we can do it this way but like you're gonna lose options that way so once you start One of the other things, like, in my initial interview with them was I wanted to play a character that was somewhere in the middle because I wanted this character to have options to go where it could go and where it could fit in, you know? Um, I used the example of a Flame War type thing. Like, you know, Flame War sees play in so many different decks because it's just, it's like, you know, probably the best five-star character in the game. So, like, I was pointing it at, like, we don't really have that middle star character in the game you know this is the best eight star in every deck like that doesn't really exist so um getting this character into that star and then understanding what the stats needed to look like it was very it was very tough for me you know on the outside cuz like i just kept saying, like oh, that's not good enough that's not good enough that's not good enough um because like i know as a competitive player like what this card can go through and like how easily it could be taken out um but, you know, the constant all reminder of, like, well, you protect it this way, and you protect it that way, and it draws you cards, and, like, all those things, like, they start to add up. Look at that text box, and you're like, alright, so let's just say at 8 stars, you, know, you have 12 health. Like, there's not a ton of characters at 8 stars that have 12 health, right? Like, it's not, a, it's not like, a, a crazy, crazy amount of them, mm. um, especially with 2 armor to block it to give you, like, 14. And then, if you look at those cards, how many of those cards do you need? I make myself better throughout the entire game? And I draw you cards. Yeah, I, I, the closest one in the game is Lockdown at ten stars, where he like has to hit a bounty to get a card to get plus two attack. Like, and then when he flips, he gets the draw and discard. Like, he's like probably the closest in the game to what Perceptor. But the stat thing, like I say, it, it it went from this card went being seven star character. 13 star character to a 10 star character it's like it went all over the place based on stats and i felt like
2: hold on
0: a second dan <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah i don't
0: know what that sound was it sounds like you got a slurpee it's
1: the wind <laughs> oh, okay um so it went into going well, what I, wa- what I want from this most from the cart is is what I wanted from the start, where if it's a lower star character with slightly lower stats, then it's going to have the ability to use whatever head they And once again, I didn't know every head there was. I have no idea what the last 10, 12, I have no clue. You know, like, I, I don't know. So the, even for me, I'm still learning with everyone else now what this character might even be capable
2: of. Right. 'Cause of the, cause of the, the mechanic itself, agreed. Right. Right. And I'm and, and we don't know Titan Master specific cards either, so there could be other ways that this interacts as well. We, there could be exactly. ways of interacting with face down cards. Like we don't know that either.
1: There could be ways for face-down cards, there could be ways to flip body modes. There there could be a ton of different things. There could be more ways that interact with safeguard for all I know. Like there's a ton of options that like are just still on even me, and I'm the guy who created the cards, so like <laughs> You know, at the end of the day, I had I have to respect their point of view of the card and saying like it can't be this because of that. Like I have to eventually realize like I'm still a player. I know what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make this card like the most ridiculous thing in the entire (laughs) meta, and like that can't happen. So
0: it's your job to make it busted. It's their job to reel in.
1: Right, right, right. So like I I will say right now, I'm this card is as powerful as it was allowed for me to be. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's, okay. that's what I can see.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Did you, do you
2: think you had more of a hand in making it more powerful or making it, like, less powerful as iterations started coming up? Uh
1: I, I definitely think the um, the ability to for the face-up cards was a huge improvement on the card, and, like, that was, like, something that I was very much... So I, I believe that that was a big deal. Oh, the rest of my questions are all about the strategy, so like I was about to say, you know. did was there any other
0: parts of the process before we shift gears into the strategy, Dan that you wanted to touch on that either we didn't bring up or you know it's something that in this moment you realized this was a cool thing looking back or anything specific that you wanted to add
1: um, Scott's wind aside yes <laughs> i'm gonna I'm gonna mute <laughs> uh. I'm not really sure there's anything else that, like, I can think of right now, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm sure, like, time will pass, and I'll, I'll say other things, other places, but, uh, mm. what I will say, like, it was, it, it was frustrating, I'm sure. Really? Um, yeah, because, like, you know, like, I want it, I want so very much for the cards to succeed, right? So, like, you know, you push for something, and they push back, and you push something, and, push back. and it's frustrating, because you're like, well, like, I don't see it, right? Mm-hmm. It's it comes with that unknown factor. You have of to you have to accept what is reality, which is like goes with the article, perception of reality type thing. <laughs> but it's one of those like, you know, you have to accept what the is and respect the game designers from their point of view. Right. And I will say this through the whole way, you know, they were incredibly respectful, they were incredibly helpful. You know, they they answered every all my questions that need to be answered. All like you know, and, and it was a very very fun process. From that
2: point mm-hmm.
1: and how great they were to work with. Uh, Drew was a blast, uh, especially you know, like I said, we did all the art stuff. And he was you know very comical in our presentation. Uh Definitely huge fun. The Matt also like he just Matt just got me. He knew what I wanted. He understood what I wanted. So like it was a lot of fun. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but yeah, so it was definitely. Like I said, it was frustrating, but it was still a funny Um, I'd I, I love to say I hope to do it again someday, but we'll see what obvious that goes.
2: <laughs>
0: Right, right. I mean, at least going forward, you certainly now have a very large peek behind the curtain, a good view of what goes on. So the rest of Wave 5, Wave 6, etc., I think you more so than probably, well, definitely any of, of us have... You know what went into these things. So, does that give you any, or do you feel like right now that's any different kind of perspective on as you see things come out? You know, and hypothetically, wave six, do you feel you're going to appreciate more when you see a card be like, oh, well, that, that card didn't quite come up to par, or that one's pushing the boundaries and you could, you know, what the processes were behind it?
1: Yeah. Like, I, I said this, like, a couple times, like, throughout the process that, like, in this game, Feel that so many. Okay, so I felt like um, what well, I said this a couple times throughout the, throughout the process was characters in this game sit on a line, right? And like it's this line of being amazing or not so good. Like there there isn't really too many characters that are like eh, they're good enough, you know? Like mm-hmm. there's so many characters that have never even really truthfully seen the light of day in competitive play, right? Right. Um. So. When you go back and look at those things, you I, I it's so hard for me to go in looking at this character and going, Man, like this guy is on that line. I don't know what side he's gonna land on mm-hmm. to be completely honest, because like I don't know all the information. It's hard to judge, I don't know how to Titan Master play out, you know, I don't know any of these things. So the thing that I that I took away the most was stats as a whole, right? Because like I said, they, their whole process was they uh, they kept saying like, don't worry about the stats, don't worry about this, don't worry about that, don't worry about this. And then the um, so like, I, I go back and I look at like Grimlock, right? Mm-hmm. So Grimlock is like a 10 star character, Bonger's ability and his stats in wave one they're pretty subpar. He was one of the best characters out of out of wave one. Mm-hmm. But here we are, you know, four or five weeks later and he hasn't seen much play since. Now there's other op- there's other reasons obviously, but he in that moment was still a phenomenal character at that time. So you look at characters now, like uh, let's just like name the other Dinobots, right? All those mm-hmm. other Dinobots the only reason they saw play was because they worked well with Grimlock, but none of them have kind of stood the test of time like obviously Swoop is seeing some play in combo because like he has like 12 health? Like, right. So,
0: but like stats that's again. It? <laughs> like,
1: that's yeah. it. Um, so it, it's just so hard to to really understand the character stat line along with the way they judge these abilities because like, you know, Flame War it, 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 Flame War's, I'll say it again, It's the best 5-star character in the game. It's, it has literally been a part of the meta for four straight waves. I'm not sure there's another card other than maybe Battlefield Legend because if we can include him in sideboards and stuff like that but like there aren't enough cards that have really stood through that right so you know judging cards now is a little bit easier for me because like i can just very easily see where their limit was gotcha that that's was a pretty... long answer but well
0: it's... i mean it answered the question <laughs> it, it's those are the the sort of insights that we wanted to pick your brain about but speaking of insights scott are you are you done with your slurpee or, or the wind <laughs> tunnel, or whatever that was. I'm,
2: I'm closer to the house now. Oh, okay. Uh, um I actually, so, I actually have one other, I Actually, have one other question. About oh, okay. It. Go ahead. But, but, it might it might have to do a strategy. I'm not positive. Okay. But, <laughs> so, in in the three major organized play events from last year, you played a control deck in the preliminary. areas, a control deck in the top thirty two. You played a. aggro control deck yeah mid-range aggro control deck and then you played a control deck do you feel by making this ability based on a popular blue magic card that saw play in a lot of control decks do you think that do do you do you think that that's where that you want this to lean or do you think this has did you want to make an ability that like so, okay, we're on record saying that you should be able to play either type of deck, but obviously, like, certain players favor a certain type of deck. Do you feel like aggro players may not feel this is, like, for them, or do you feel like it has play on both sides? That well,
1: I mean, I'll say this right now. Uh, players today that reached out to Stefan Bixler both have said to me already that they believe this card leans to the art. So, okay. um, I, 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 I honestly card leaning like three different ways and maybe there's a fourth that I don't even know about yet type thing because <laughs> the the card quality that you're getting the free, uh, attack power that you're getting like this card can definitely in my opinion just go either way potentially I don't know that it matters to me at all which way it goes uh, but like I didn't build it like oh I'm going to build this and this is going to be like a tier one control deck type card
2: I wouldn't say that. One other question: Was there any conversation about the combat tribes that the card had, and how that would influence the card at all? Was there any com- was there any conversation about the combat tribe card? This is obviously a specialist on the alt side and a ranged character on the on the body side. Was there any conversation like if it was this, then this would have to happen, or was that just kind of like the way the lore of the character played out? Was there any conversation of that at all?
1: No, I believe it was just the way the lore of the character played out. Okay.
2: I wasn't sure if, like, they... Because there's been conversations in the past about how, like, car- characters that are melee, like, are just bigger naturally because they don't have any cards around them or range get this, etc. So I just wasn't sure.
1: No, that conversation never occurred, so I, I don't actually have any insight on that.
0: Okay, cool. So I guess that, again, unless anybody had any last-second stuff, we can switch gears at almost the hour mark too. <laughs> the strategy half of things uh (laughs) scott i know you had a whole bunch of questions on that it is i i'm just making a joke about it but (laughs) (laughs) um i
1: i I mean i said in the article is this isn't gonna get covered in one or two things it's it's so big it's so long and i know it feels so short you know like i'm sure there's there's some people are like man it was only two months ago like trust me i'm feeling the same way but at the same time it's like all the stuff that i had went to get this card today is like it's it was a journey that it was awesome
0: well folks we're gonna cut it short there as you'd imagine with well the most exciting thing that's happened in the game so far in a player created card we've had a few things to discuss so please stay tuned for part two where we go over the more strategic implications of dan's created card perceptor and convex so as always everyone thank you for listening Thank you for watching, and please tune in next time for more Tech Talk.